Welcome to another episode of Freshly Baked with TMC. I'm your co-host, Eric McPherson, alongside my homeboy, Chad Stam. What's up, man? Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Hey, we're going to jump right into part two of our interview with Salo Cooper, who is a corporate chef for jail to jobs That's jail2jobs.com. Support these guys. Listen to what he has to say. Uh, if you're not moved by it, I don't know if you have a pulse. So let's talk about let's talk about the food. Let's talk about the food. Okay, you know? I might geek out a little bit. <laughs> Chad, I know you're much you're much uh, uh, much better at me asking about food, uh, considering you got oh, a little you, uh, you got a, you got you got a little skill yourself over there. Okay, so, okay. Um, yeah, I, I got skill. It's it's called eating. <laughs> right on. Man, man. That's why chefs are chefs. <laughs> Uh, what what are your inspirations? At? What what led you in, into the culinary side of it? Because I, you know, when you come out of a program and, and even what you guys do, you, you I'm sure you have different paths and there's different different types of jobs. But what is it about the food that that brought you in that that drew you in and, and inspired you? I mean, to be completely honest with you, I hate when people say that, and I said it myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just kind of weird, right? Like completely honest. Were you going to yeah. lie before or? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can, can you be uncompletely honest? Right, exactly. You feel me? Yeah, I hate when people say it. And I said it myself. Well, I'm, I'm being seventy-five percent honest. Right, but. right. right. <laughs> I'm gonna get as close to the mark as I can. Um, no, but with that said, uh, I, I waited tables in my young years. Um, that actually saved my life. Well, a gangster waiting tables. But I remember a guy put me on. He was like, "Hey, I can get you a job." He was he was in the same gang I was. But he was able to hold a job down. He's like, I get you a job at Steak and Ale. I'm like, what bad? You know, and he's like, waiting tables, you get cash every day. And I started that experience. Um, and so I like the service industry. You know, I like uh, people, uh, if you will. And then I, I was in prison. Uh, my grandfather cooked all his life. He was the cook in the family. And I remember him pulling me up and showing me a couple things. You know, he's Hispanic. And um, I, I was like, yeah, I'm digging this. Uh, but when I got out of prison, I was like, you know, I was still traumatized. I was in prison for seven years and I didn't want to wait tables. I was trying to think of what I could do that was legal. And so I had waiting tables experience. And then I was like, okay, I like the restaurant, but I don't want to be around people, you know, cause I'm just not that dude anymore. And so, uh, where can I be in the restaurant? Well, I can cook that way. I'm out of the way but I'm still part of the restaurant experience, you know, cause it was fun to me, you know, the, the waiters and it's like high school again, actually, to be honest with you. Uh, uh, and so I was like, yeah, I'm gonna get back into that. And so I just got back in and then I was like, man, I got a knack for this. And people were like, man, you got a knack for this. And I just stayed hungry. And one of the chefs told me I was working at the West End. I, I got my way into that as my second job. I said, you know, Hey, chef, I'm going to go to school for this because I figure I'm like, man, I feel something here. There's a passion here for food. I like I like the creating and I can focus. I can shut the world down. No stresses and just be in the moment. And then someone can enjoy my creation. And there was just it was the same thing the kids experienced. There were so much walls being torn down. I had never known this. And everybody said, hey, if you work really hard, you're successful. But the truth was, if I work really hard, I can get instant gratification a little bit at a time with a job well done. And it was tearing down these walls inside me uh, that I didn't have self-confidence. Nobody was really proud of me. I didn't have a father. 
all these things. And I noticed the joy in it for me. And so I, he's like, you don't need to go to school. I'll teach you everything you know, need to know. And he's like, peel all those carrots and potatoes. And so I started from the ground up and then I just developed this passion for it. And so uh, it hasn't stopped growing. And I just love for people to have a good meal because when you have a good meal, the world stops and you, you create moments in people's lives. And when I, I envision when we're older, we're rocking on the chair, it's those moments you remember. And if, if a meal can be one of those moments and experience, then wow, wow, what a way, what a profound way to affect someone's life through a medium that is kind of, you know, yeah, everybody goes out to eat, but I would love for everybody to have a perfect taste. And, and so for me, that's kind of my driving force is to create moments in people's lives. Do you have one of those perfect meals, one of those perfect moments that, that you'd want to share with us that you've experienced? Yeah, as far as guest experience and feedback. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. feedback that you've received or even, you know, you being the yeah. customer. I have a, oh, yeah, a customer. Yeah, definitely customer. Um, just perfect little bite. They're, they're always not at the hoity-toities. The hoity-toities are, I was a hoity-toity. I am technically a hoity-toity chef. And the food is just the, 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 the heat of the food is not where it's supposed to be. You know, like some piping hot mashed potatoes and a nice whatever you're eating. Oh, there's nothing more comforting than that. And you get into the hoity toity and it looks beautiful, but the temperature is not where it's supposed to be. But for me, um, I do these um, dinners. Uh, we do dinners right now. And so we have donors who donate to us. Uh, we're a bootstrap ministry. We don't take any funding from federal government or local government uh, because we are a, a Christian base. Not that you have to be a Christian to be in the program. Um, but uh, so we have donors and they will donate money and we'll go into their homes. And, you know, these are some pretty affluent people. I mean, they, they got money. And so we go into their homes and we cook a 10 course dinner for them for them and 10 guests. And when I knock it out of the park and my, my, my friend, Chris Haskins, who's the co-founder, uh, he's a chef too. Uh, he won't say he's a chef, but he acts like a chef. But uh, <laughs> with that said, we kind of uh, go head to head. And so there's that excitement. And then it just translates to the guests because they're part of this competition and they just love it. And so one lady told me, she said that I had done a, a dish with, um, I made asparagus, shaved asparagus, and I made a kind of a Berblanc sauce with a sunny side egg up and pancetta and Parmesan cheese. And um, she said that was the best dish she had ever had in her life. It was delicate. It was nice. It was perfect. And so that right there, I mean, if anybody tells you, man, that's the best thing I've ever had. And you had a hand in it. You're there. You feel me? You're doing the right thing. <laughs> yeah. I don't Bravo. care what you're yeah. doing in life, whether it's customer service or retail or wherever you're at, uh, you know, what you guys do. When someone says, man, that was the best experience I've had in my life, whether mm -hmm. you're in their feelings, man, I mean, you've done it, yeah. right? So it's Absolutely. Good. Yeah. 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 So for me, that, that's the pinnacle. Awesome. Speaking of donate, donating, if someone wants to donate today after listening to this or after watching this, you know, what, what's the best way for them to do that? Uh, you go to jailtojobs.com uh, and you can donate right there. We have a little button. You can see our story. 
we're looking for volunteers. Uh, I know you guys are uh, in different states, uh, but maybe one day one of Jello Jobs will be in your state. I mean, there you go. This is a program that has a recidivism rate of 17% versus 78%. And so we have a lot of attention on us in regards to like, what are you guys doing? Um, it's different. It's completely different. A bunch of ex-cons dealing with convicts and uh, uh, roughneck dudes from the block. <laughs> um, and we're paying them money every week and we're taking them to work. And so I just want to, you know, shout out to all our hiring partners, people like you guys um, who are saying, yeah, we'll take five of your kids and we'll give them a shot in our company and give them a skill set and, and do all those things. And, mm-hmm. and so uh, with that said, yeah, um, they can donate online and, and look at our story. Look at a story uh, because you can see the proof in the pudding. And so for us, uh, a big testament, and I'm going to be quiet. I, I told you I was long winded. You asked the wrong guy. That's the perfect guy, actually. No, yes, this is is a podcast. You're supposed to be talking. This is it. This is good. All right. And so, with that said, just a small picture. So we we got the culinary program won a a grant from Allergan. I think they're like a company that does um, pharmaceuticals like Botox and Visine. And so they took us to Baylor out there in Waco, and we were in the uh, VIP suite, and you know, uh, funny places that this job takes me, but we're there and Ronald McDonald was there and the um, special Olympics were there. All these heavy hitting nonprofits, if you will, just heavy hitting. And we're like jail to jobs. And so we get there, we received the grant and the guy from allergen, he came to us and he said, man, I love all these other things that, you know, what they're doing, but this is where, this is, this is something that's really relevant right now. And we need to get more of this coming through. And what was crazy, there was four of us there. And after the whole social engagement kind of dispersed and everybody's chilling, every single person from Jail to Jobs had a line of three or four people that wanted to talk to us. Do you know why? Because they wanted to talk to us about a brother that was in jail, a cousin who was in jail, a friend that they knew who was in jail. See, what's not normal for social talk is the fact that I have family members that have made a bad choice and are victim to, you know, the the penal system or, you know, victim to their bad choices. Uh, That's not social talk. We don't talk about that. But the truth is, that's the underlying cancer of the United States. Uh, we, we, we make up 19% of the world's population, yet we house 51% of the world's population is incarcerated in the United States. And, and we don't even make up 19%. And, and like, you know, mm-hmm. it was mentioned earlier, uh, it, it's just, it's, it's a business. And so when people find like, oh, you're a criminal, but I want to talk to you about some things, how it helped me out. This is needed. Everything else is needed. I'm not saying Ronald McDonald, that's not needed because they're a blessing to many people. But this has been ignored far too long. And we need to breathe life into this as if it were Ronald McDonald, as if it were Spanish, uh, 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 Special Olympics, because this is affecting our country, our taxpayers. And these people are not forgotten. They're not sending them to jail. They're criminals, no good. We need to get them back because, you know, I live in my neighborhood right now. And I'm paying my taxes and my name is on my house and I'm doing all the, we are members of society. 
I'm mowing the lawns and I'm watching out for your neighbor. I'm watching for my neighbor and I help my neighbor during COVID and we're ready to get back in there. And when you say that we're, we're down and out and you don't give us the means to be able to turn, turn it around. Well, then you're ignoring something that, that will continue to uh, pull yeah. us down financially. Uh, also, we have a catering program within the uh, culinary. We do one-off meals. So this is how we've transitioned since COVID. We now package family meals and uh, people buy them online and they can come pick them up. And so since we're at a stay-at-home order right now, our other catering arm, which does you know lunchtime caterings, healthy food and all that, it's not operational, uh, but we are still keeping it moving. If you guys are in Texas, whoever's watching, uh, or Austin specifically, uh, Texas to general, um, look us up. We have weekly menus and it's a one-off meal for you and your family. Reasonable price, 50 bucks, and it feeds four to six people. Awesome opportunity to partner with us so that we can keep it moving for these kids. Because some of these kids can't store up on groceries. Some of these kids don't have that money. And this is an opportunity for them to be able to keep keep their household up. Uh, because a lot of them have lost jobs. And there's just not the job market's not the same. And you guys know that. Absolutely. So, Everyone, please yeah. visit jailtojobs.com and, and check it out and make a donation. Whatever is comfortable. Um, because we certainly need to keep this funded and keep this moving forward. Yeah. And hey, look, for everybody listening and watching, obviously get involved. I mean, I think that's the thing. Take like action, take action. Uh, yeah. You know, that's, that's what, that's what I kind of want to uh, just after hearing this, if you're not ready to take action, you're never going to be ready to take action. So uh, yeah. help, you know, help these guys out any way you can. For those of you that are listening, check them out. Amazing stuff that you're doing there. Chad, you, uh, you want to kind of roll into, uh, yeah. I mean, speaking of taking action, there's really nothing more action packed about our podcast than something we call the Baker's dozen. It's 13 okay. questions, rapid fire. First thing that comes to your mind, just throw it out there for us. You seem um, excited about this part and that's what's scary. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that smile excitement on your face, dude. So I'm a little scared, yo. Like you should be scared. You should be scared. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's, let's start with number one. Right. Here we go. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Favorite type of cuisine? Mexican food. What about your favorite meal? Tacos. Do you have a favorite ingredient? Garlic. What about your favorite restaurant? Oh, you can't know, man. Mm, Come on. Food truck. What is it? Food truck. (laughs) <laughs> if you go to one man you might be surprised yeah yeah it's, sure. it's kind of like christmas a little bit you know just go to a food truck you know that's where yeah. the soul that's where that that's where everybody started right they started somewhere small and they got bigger some of these generic restaurants that pump out this food i'm not going to say nothing about curtain restaurants but everybody who might be watching this that knows me knows what i'm talking about but i cannot stand factory stamped out food I might as well just go ahead and just go buy my microwave dinner and eat that. But food trucks, explore, food trucks. get out there. Absolutely. Right on. Now, what about uh, red chili or green chili? Green. Always green, man. Always green. And bring something different. You can smoke it. You can do everything to it. Uh, do you have a favorite flavor for wings? Garlic Parmesan. See, garlic again. Yeah. Yeah. Garlic and drum, drums are flats. Oh, drum, uh, flats all the time. Got to pull the double bone out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
How do you know it's good if you can't do the move? If you can't do the move and both the bones come out, then whoever took this is a crash. You feel me? The drum hands yeah, are good. good, but you got to get around them. But that wing's going to let you know something. <laughs> you can't get the drums in the sauce either. Yeah. They don't, they don't go all the way in the sauce. It's cumbersome. You know what I'm saying? But the, you have to, I have to send, I have to send Salo the, the, the piece you did on drums or flats. Yeah. The follow oh, it's, up. It's, it's heated. People are, are in a, yeah. in a lot of really? I oh, thought yeah. flats would be hand down. Oh, it's there. It's, People are stamping their flags in that one. Oh, wow. That's cool. <laughs> I got to see that, man. I want to see that. <laughs> okay. With this question, there's really no right or wrong answer here, but what's the most valuable piece of, of equipment that you use in the kitchen? My knives. They're my best friends. I actually think that uh, they talk to me sometimes, but no, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> nice. Switching gears from food, what's your all-time favorite movie? All-time favorite movie? This is going to sound weird because I've been in prison and did a lot of time. I'm a big dude, 6'4", 300 pounds. Uh, what Dreams May Come by Robin Williams. That is that is a classic movie. Yeah. That, yeah. that very underrated, but very good. And, and the exactly. Underrated. Very underrated. I'm going to yeah. have to watch it this weekend then. Yeah. yeah and the, and the, the visuals, movie. like the just the... The everything, oh, the storyline and everything like that, it's its a moving piece. It I'm definitely you, is. Wow, it, I haven't thought about that movie in a long time. I'm glad that you, you, you're you aficionado, that you liked it. <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah. Uh, I, what I about sports you have a lot in common. Do you have flat, are you a flat guy too? You know, with, with the flats and the drums, I like them both. Um, uh, I really no, don't discriminate. No, stand for yeah, I, no, not, this is <laughs> one no, where I... stand for some or you'll fall for anything. Come on, homie. Hey, hey, trust me. I'm opinionated about a lot of things, but this is one like I, to me. The sauce is the most important part of what's on the wing. I don't really care what the delivery vehicle is. Just give me a good sauce. Okay, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, that's reasonable. I can, I can, I, I can dig it. Yeah. <laughs> what about sports team? Favorite Houston sports team? Texans. Die hard. I'm Houstonian. Yeah, Houston Texans, all the way. Nice. And no, I didn't cross over when they went over to the Titans. I, I, I cut off my left arm when they left. <laughs> yeah, who do you I'm admire? Go ahead. Who do you who do you admire the most? Oh man, that was heavy, bro. I thought these were like light. <laughs> uh, who do I? I didn't write. I didn't write that one, did I? <laughs> I mean, I'm just. I don't mean to be all spiritual, but just Jesus, man. He just. He was a radical. He did things differently. Um, he, he inspired people. He cared for the less than. And if I model my life, I don't have a, you know, my father figure is he's back in my life now. Uh, I love my dad and he was a he's an amazing man and he's overcome a lot. Um, but you know, um, my mother too, we've all made a transition, but Jesus has always been someone that I can model my life after. And, you know, I don't like, you know, like to get too spiritual, but I just have to be really honest with my heart and who I am and who helps me keep it moving during adversity. Cause life is not over. You know what I'm saying? And so, uh, always have that anchor man. And that rock to stand on for me is there's no one better. Right on. So you got a bucket list of all the things you want to do. What's, <sighs> what's the top spot on the bucket list, man, Rome, Rome. I haven't lived, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm 44 and 
I, I, most of my life has been in and out of jail. I haven't even been to Las Vegas, but Rome, I, I'm a history buff, man. I, I like, I like the old history and I'll just, you know, I'm into like antiques and stuff, even though I can't afford it, but um, I'm just all about that history. So I, I believe Rome has, it's a history rich city. And so I would love to just engross myself and, and all the history that's there. I heard the food's not too bad either. Yeah, you know, I don't know. If you like marinara. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not strong on the Italian. I'm, I'm good with it, but it, it, it kind of it has one tone sometimes for me, you know? Last question yeah. of our baker's dozen. Best place to buy baked goods in your area? Baked oh, goods. Oh, I'm not a sweets, man. Uh, no? Let's throw one out there. I can't. I'm a, I don't want to do someone. I'm not going to. I got to keep it 100. I'm not a sweets person. So I don't know. Uh, maybe That's if my wife was here, she would be like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> All good. All good. Appreciate yeah. you being, uh, being, being honest there, man. That's yeah. awesome. So, hey, Salo, thank you so much for your time. Obviously, you're living a life of significance. It's amazing. It's, it's an honor to spend some time with you. Have you tell us a little bit about what's going on, opening up and, and sharing your story with us and with our listeners, man. And uh, everybody, whatever you can do, like go to jail to jo- jail to jobs.com. That's T-O jobs.com, right? Yeah. Um, look, look up these programs, support these folks. Uh, and I know this isn't going to be our last conversation with you. Yeah, you know, I really feel, I don't want to speak out of my emotions, but I feel I've made a connection. I'm going to pump you guys' stuff out there. You know, you guys seem to be like collectively individuals who are about change and not staying. You know, I see a lot on social media, uh, people posting their comments and whoop-de-woo and what should be better, how this should be, and this should be like that, but not really anybody doing anything about it. And just, you know, we have a saying in Houston, a pair of lips will say anything. You feel me? But you got to show me better than you can tell me. And yeah. so when you're posting yeah. things yeah. but your life doesn't measure up to the things that you're posting in some way, then the truth is you're not really, you're just out there just, you know, we call it just talking out the side of your neck. And that, that, that I feel like you guys are not those people. You feel me? And so said, um, you guys continue doing what you're doing, man, becoming aware because even though I'm over here and you guys are over there, collectively we're making the changes that count that will be measured in generations to come. And that's, that's all we can do. Absolutely. Thanks so much for your time. It's, it's been very amazing to hear your story. I appreciate that guys. Oh yeah. Thank you so much, man. I hope you have a great fourth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll be inside brother saying, keeping it staying safe, you know, yeah. So yeah. you guys stay safe as well, man. And God bless you guys continue to be a blessing, man. And, and just keep it moving forward, brother. Thanks for your, thanks your insp- Yep. Thanks for your inspiration, man. All right, man, I'm out. You guys have a good one. Yeah, take care. Thank you. Wow, that was incredible. Uh, what an amazing human being. Um, somebody who has really, as, as he said uh, earlier in the conversation, uh, transitioned from a, a perspective of just thinking about himself to really thinking about others. And we know from psychology that self-actualization really really is, is transforming when it, or it's transformed when we when we think about others and and we do things for other people. And I think that was a prime example of it right there. Yeah, look, and at times now to just, you know, think differently uh, and challenge each one of us to learn, become more aware of what's going on around us and with all humans. And, 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 and look, I mean, just because of someone's background doesn't mean 
they can't turn out to be an amazing human being that's probably doing more than we ever will in our lifetime now, right? What an amazing story that we just heard there. So um, look, we got a lot of positivity going on here in a world that we can get really caught up in negative stuff. There's a lot of positivity coming out of what's going on. Um, and look, we appreciate you listening and uh, feel free to drop some comments. Um, hit us up with some questions. Definitely go check out jailtojobs.com. Uh, and, and, and look that program up. And um, we hope you continue and listen. We hope you subscribe. And uh, you know, we hope you have a great 4th of July, considering uh, we're, we're recording this right before the fourth weekend. Everybody stay safe. Uh, don't blow up anything. Over and out. Peace.